0: Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Monday after the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. I hope you guys were um, blessed. I hope you guys had a great time hanging out with friends, hanging out with family, being uh, reflectful and I guess mindful of all that we have to be thankful for. And um, as I said uh, earlier in the week before I went off the air and went radio silent, I Would hope that we would continue in that. I would hope that we would continue to be thankful, continue to be grateful. I'll probably drop some hints here and there, not every day, um, you know, to remind us to kind of keep on that track. Maybe this can be something that we can keep up until Christmas, kind of make it a habit to be thankful and grateful for something every day. Not that some of us are going to be perfect because you know what? It, It really is hard for us to, when we get busy, when we get stressed out, when we get anxious, man, I'm pointing the finger at myself, getting the kids to school, getting my wife to to school today. Um, Just the stress and the anxiety just kind of ramped up in me. And uh, I know that that was probably the case all across America. (laughs) And so in those moments, it's hard for us to be grateful. It's hard for us to be thankful. And I get that, right? But just maybe being a little bit more self aware and improving just that little bit to where every now and then in our day or every couple of days or whatever we capture those moments and go oh wait yeah i remember like let's let's try to be thankful about that let's let's think on that a little bit more but anyhow um yeah so let's let's jump into what i've got for you today i was uh just trying to get a little bit of time to to read last night before i went to bed um And I came across something, uh, from Seneca in the the name of the book or the name of the short little essay he wrote was on tranquility of mind. And here's what it says for you have no reason to suppose that we come to grief more through the flattery of others than through our own who has dared to tell himself the truth. Now, this one is interesting to me. I read it and I was like, whoa, I've got to bookmark that. That's a that's a good one to kind of throw out there for us to kind of wrestle with and chew on today. Um, you know, oftentimes we talk about like externals, we talk about, you know, other people outside of us. And, you know, let's face it, man, there there is a lot of um I think flattery, um, maybe a little bit less than being truthful, a, a lot of fakeness going on out there with people just walking around. Hey, you've got it all together. Hey, you're doing a great job. Hey, everybody gets a trophy. I mean, however you want to categorize it. I do think there's a lot of that going on in our society. I do think there's a lot of that, like, you know, Hey, a like for a like, Hey, a follow for a follow, right? Like A lot of people are um, positioning themselves in the lives of others or in the path of others to kind of give them a kind word or a kind saying or whatever that maybe that person doesn't really deserve to to kind of flatter them, to kind of tickle their ears and, and give them what they want to hear because we feel that in return they will offer us something right? So we're kind of standing there going, Hey, you're doing a great job or, Hey, I'll like your photo or, Hey, I'll follow you," or whatever. And then we, because we want something in return. So I do think, I mean, I, I do think that there is that out there. I think that there definitely is a, um, I'm going to call it a commodity of acceptance, a commodity of like flattery, a commodity of building each other up. Like, like, unnecessarily that does exist out there. And again, I mean, you guys have heard me say before, it's the social media thing. It's the, how do we look in front of others thing? It's all of that, right? But, but I do believe what Seneca says here. I do believe that that pales in comparison many times to how much we actually flatter ourselves, how much flattery goes on internally that has nothing to do with anybody on the outside. And it has everything to do with us on the inside. Um, You know, he poses a great question. Who has dared to tell himself the truth, right? So how many of us can actually sit down and actually do the painful work? And I've talked about this, you know, and we've discussed this before and I've challenged you guys and I challenge myself. And I mean, this this is critical, right? For us to be able to sit down with ourselves alone, with nobody around and actually like you know take a pruning tool you know take take a rake take something and just begin to just kind of dig up and and kind of get through the mess of of who we are right like pulling weeds like going yeah like let me not flatter myself like this is what i've got going on right now this is what i'm struggling with this is an area that's a weak, a weak area for me like let me admit that to myself. It it doesn't feel good, no. Um but it but it is necessary. If we are committed to mastery, if we are on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves, there is no way that we can get there without addressing the weeds without addressing those areas in our homes that we don't like to sweep those corners that get nice and dusty and dirty. And like, we've got to get to all of these areas, right? And it's a sooner rather than later thing. Um, it, It's more urgent that we get to these things sooner rather than later, because, you know, if we don't, then they they actually kind of have a way of just kind of becoming a blind spot for us that that we just kind of turn our attention off of. Uh, there was somebody that I was talking to the other day, and it was kind of like, said, you know, what happens when you walk in and you, you, know, you haven't done the dishes for a really, really long time, and you look in the sink and they're just all piled up? I mean, what is the knee-jerk reaction for most of us is where where do I begin? Or at least maybe this is just me. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just me, but it's like, I look over at the sink and it's full and I go, oh my gosh, there's so many dishes there. Like, where do I begin? Oh, I know where I'm going to begin. I'm going to go sit down on the couch and watch television, right? Like I'm not going to begin because there's so much to do there. Um, this, this idea of the inside job of flattery, of, of telling ourselves things about ourselves that are not truthful or not doing the hard work of actually like admitting to ourselves what we truly are what we're struggling with the areas that we're weak in it's the same thing like if we don't do it and some of us if we haven't been in the habit of doing it we look at ourselves and go but there are so many weak areas and there's so much to work on these dishes of my character of my principles whatever you want to call it is is stacked so high that I'm not going to do anything about it forget it I'm just going to leave it there right? And the dangerous part about this is, here's the thing, the internal flattery can kind of run alongside the external flattery. Because if you've got, ooh, I may step on some toes here, but you know, our culture is becoming so tolerant like everything's okay. Hey, don't say anything that may offend that person. Like be careful with the way that you word that because you know, what if that's what they believe? What if that's what they really want? Like, so what we end up finding is like, Oh cool. I'm not going to deal with my, like, I'm not going to deal with my issues. I'm not going to deal with my weak areas. Like I'm going to continue to flatter myself. And look, here's the thing. Sometimes flattery is sure. It's an outward, like, Hey, I'm doing a great job at this, or Hey, I don't have that weak area. Right. Um, and, and like going over the top, but here's another thing that flattery is as well. I think that flattery sometimes is just literally negligence, like literally not even admitting that there's anything there, like literally just kind of ignoring it. And like, we don't address it. Like I know that I have a problem being on time. Like I know that I don't, you know, adhere to the principle of punctuality, which is a big one. But like, rather than me like saying, hey, I know I'm always on time everywhere because I think people would probably laugh at me, right? If I'm not somebody that gets there on time, I just don't address the fact that I'm just not on time, right? I just don't really say anything about it. I don't really bring it up, right? And here's the thing is that we'll find, unfortunately, if we kind of like, don't do our work, our due diligence internally, what we're going to find is somebody on the outside that's going to be like, okay with, and maybe even applaud and sweep under the rug, the same thing we're trying to get better at. So somebody be like, Oh, well, you know, that guy, Mario, he's never on time anywhere, but you know, he's got three kids and I mean, you know, life's hard for him. So just kind of cut him some slack, you know, it's okay. Right. So now like I didn't do my job kind of taking that, like principal captive and and working on it myself. And now it's gotten even worse because now I've got somebody who's kind of like, like helping me to actually not work on it, like giving me incentive to not work on it. I'd be like, Oh yeah, you know what? Yeah. That person's right. Like I've got three kids. Like, yeah, they're, they're right. You know, I mean, I'm late everywhere, but I mean, that's my excuse. I can just play that card all day long. Hey, thanks for giving me that idea. Right. And so we continue. Um, So we've got to be careful because that's happening so often. I I see it a lot. It's, It's, I know I've got a weak area, but you know what? Like somebody else with this whole idea of cultural tolerance, with this whole idea of, hey, don't step on anybody's toes, with this whole idea of, hey, don't offend anybody, like Even the people on the outside would see something as a glaring, whoa, that's not good. Man, that's a weak area. Man, that person should really work on that. Wow, maybe I should tell them something. Oh, no, 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 never mind. I won't, right? And so I'm just going to kind of leave that alone. So who's it really left up to, right? I mean, if that's the way the outside world is going to kind of like address us, if that's the way they're going to deal with us. Then you better believe it 's your responsibility to take care of this stuff it 's our responsibility to be like analytical with our character with our principles that we 're being governed by and really take hold of those um because if we don 't nobody will right uh and, and then to take it a step further like don 't don 't use and this is why we must have principles that are our own because don 't use the principles of the outside world, the culture even maybe some of your friends or whatever to, 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 to govern yourself by like, also while you're doing this work, like think about the principles that are governing you and whether or not those principles are actually part of the problem right? I mean, if you don't have the principle of valuing time as one of your guiding principles, then it's no secret as to why you're not a punctual person and you don't value being on time to different places, right? So anyhow, just analysis. Um, I think that... Yeah, this time of year is kind of a loony time of year, I think, where um, it could be really fruitful for us, you know, amidst all the busyness, amidst all the buying stuff and being places and eating and all that kind of stuff. Like, this is a good time of year where I think a lot of people do a lot of self-reflection. I think a lot of people actually take a little bit of time like we all here's a deal cuz we all know that we should be doing that and this time of year with kind of generosity at least what it should be generosity and kind of valuing family and kind of you know lovey-dovey fluffy feelings and everything with the holidays and can we all just get along type of stuff I think a lot of people do um try to carve out that room for self-analysis and just kind of that room to kind of reflect and that's a and that's a good thing by the way I totally value that, right? So as we're doing that, can we actually tell ourselves the truth, right? And can we actually just take some steps to actually get better and improve at some of the stuff that we're looking at and that we're working on? Now, be careful because, you know, there may be two, three, four, five, six, seven things, whatever. It's not about like coming out of, you know this exercise and being like this super person that you've never been before, that's not really it. Honestly, if you're listening to this and the wheels are already turning and you're already saying, hey, you know what? I'd like to make a commitment to that. Like the fact that you even had that thought is already a win. It it really is. And I know some of you guys are like, oh my gosh, this guy's just trying to tell me what I need. You know, he's just telling me what I need to hear to make me feel good about myself. I'm really not. This really isn't flattery, honestly. What this is, is like you have understood, we've understood that there's something that we need to kind of cinch up and kind of tidy up. And therefore the wheels are turning, allow those wheels to turn, give yourself space. This is okay. So I'm going to end with this because I think this is important for those of you that are wanting to go along this, for those of you that are wanting to be analytical and wanting to take some of these things and do the yard work, right? And pull the weeds, then great. If you've made the decision that that's what you want to do, then do me this favor. Now take three steps back from yourself and give yourself room to come up with a solution and a game plan about how that's actually going to happen. Because here's what I think happens. Here's what I know happens, by the way. And trust me when I tell you that I am case study number one here. We go, okay, let's just use time because i've been using it right so all right you know what mario you man great i, I want to be a person that you know values time i want to be a person that's more punctual because that that shows respect for other people like i've said before and it's just it's a, it, it's a good thing right But now all of a sudden we want to just like run into that principle of time and just grab it with both hands and squeeze it really, really tight. And we want to just be like, all right, time, you know, we're going to start valuing you and just like wrestling with this thing and, and being right up in its face, right? And so often think about it. If we're not somebody who's valued time, then what kind of a plan, who are we to be experts on coming up with a plan on how we should value time and kind of get this thing a little bit more under control and be somebody who who values and honors time a little bit more, right? So this is what I'm saying. Like, you made the decision and now take three steps back and allow your mind that space to kind of work and try to formulate Some kind of a plan, some kind of a thought process about how you will go about getting better in this area. Um, I know that that sounds scary because you're like, well, Mario, isn't it about taking control? Isn't it about like running in there and grabbing this thing, right? It's kind of like a, I don't know why I'm thinking about a frog trying to catch a frog and it's hopping around. And like the easiest way to catch the frog would be to just kind of try to throw both my hands over it and capture it, right? And I'm saying no. Um, let's take, take some steps back and let's just watch that frog continue to hop around and let's watch that frog continue to hop around. Let's learn about that frog that we're actually trying to capture, right? Let's study it. Let's study its movements. Let's learn about it. And then maybe we'll figure out something about that frog that will make it easier for us to be able to grab it because I don't know, I'm, I don't know why I'm, I'm rambling today, but like, You think about like in a movie where someone's trying to catch a frog and they're continually throwing their hands down and then the frog jumps and then they go and they throw their hands down and then the frog jumps and they go and they throw their hands down and the frog jumps and it's like the scene just continues, right? With the frog hopping all over the place and the person can't catch it. Well, if we just stepped back and allowed that frog to just continue to go crazy and we just maybe picked up on some kind of a pattern like, hey, wait a minute, he seems to jump in this manner, he seems to take a break here or whatever, then maybe that's the plan. We just watch it until we figure it out. And then we make one kind of attack at it or one grab at it with our hands. And we are able to capture that frog. That's how our mind actually operates. Give it room to come up with a solution. And you would be surprised at how it does. I would love, by the way, I would love to help you with this. I mean, I, I would love to help you capture that, whatever that frog is, right? You've got the weeds that you wanna pull. And so it's like, okay, what, you know, what are the weeds? Let's identify those, like, what are they? You know? And then uh, going, okay, cool. Now we're gonna watch the frog hop around and let's kind of come up with some kind of a game plan or some kind of a strategy to help us in that. And not that it's gonna be the right one, but at least we're doing something. I mean, here's the deal. When you begin to act on these things, it just feels better. You just begin to feel better and it's not because you're doing it right. And it's not because it's going away right away, but it's because you chose to do something about it. Something that you know that you've been capable of the entire time. You just needed maybe a little bit of motivation, or you just needed some, some time to allow it to marinate and sit and cook and stir in you. And all of a sudden it got to the point where it's like, okay, cool. I actually am really ready to do something about this. This is something really that can't be forced by me and this podcast or by your family or by anybody else. This is something that has to be done internally, right? Like the flattery. I mean, it has to be done internally. It can't come from The outside. So I'd love to partner alongside with you guys uh with that. So if you guys want to reach out to me, you can. Uh email is Mario at utmostperformance.org. Also have the website utmostperformance.info where you can find me. Um and you know, if you want to catch me on uh I've got the Facebook page utmost performance as well, and you can send me a message on there. I'd love to hear, let's uh so we're uh, November twenty-sixth, so we've got a little bit left to go, maybe this is kind of getting a start on a new year's resolution type of a thing, which by the way, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't really agree with new year's resolutions, but I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. Cause I know that's, we think that way, right? So, I mean, it, maybe we get started on it in November rather than waiting for December 31st to get some of those things tied down. So anyhow, thank you guys for tuning in and until next time, have a fantastic start to your work week. For those of you that are back kiddos back in school, all that good stuff. It is a good thing. All right, y'all, take care.